Hello everybody and welcome back to A Phantasmic Journey. I almost forgot the bloody name of the podcast. Good start, good start. Um, this week we are going to be discussing Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, the latest Marvel series to release on Disney+. Plus. Um, so... Yes. So you had something on your face. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was, I was just like, kind of annoying me. Oh, hello. What is going on? <laughs> it was like a big white piece of floof on the side of your face. Ah. So yeah, we, we want to start this off by saying there are going to be some hefty spoilers. So if you haven't watched the series and you want to watch it, turn this off, go and watch it, and then come back. Um, so yeah, I think we should get started. Yeah. I think there'll be some references to One Division as well. Oh, absolutely! Um, yeah. So if you haven't watched One Division either, might might not be the best time to listen to this podcast right now. No, but yeah, let's get on with it. Let's then. go. Okay, so if you had to describe your feelings for Falcon and the Winter Soldier in three words, what would you say? Mm. We're having a long thing. Really are. It um, is. I didn't give you any time to prepare for this either. Big roller coaster ride. Big roller coaster ride. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> What else can you say? A big roller coaster ride. Um, what about you? So my the three words I would use are um, one division was better. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think it, it it's almost unfortunate that they were released in the sequence that they were. I think if it was the other way round and they'd started with Falcon and the Winter Soldier and then moved onwards to one division a second, then maybe Falcon and the Winter Soldier would feel stronger. Yeah. But I think I think because they they started with the bar so high with one division. Yes. It's going to be really hard for them to match it or do better. Mm. I don't know, I am excited for Loki though I, I have high hopes for that one I had high hopes for this one I had high hopes for Falcon and the Winter Soldier True Especially when I found out it was, you know Leaving from uh, Captain America's end And what was going to happen next yeah. with Captain America um, I did have high hopes for it. Um, the last episode, I have to say, was the best. Yes. Um, but I think over, overall it felt to me like a six-hour movie. A very... A very... Low-key... <laughs> low-key. Okay. A very low-key Marvel... Six-hour Marvel movie. That's what yeah. it felt like. I felt myself drifting in and out of the story a bit because bits of it was a bit like, what? Yeah, I mean, 
when it was first announced and I found out that it was only going to be six episodes, I was a bit confused. Yeah. Because my first thought was like, that's a weird length and format. Yeah. Like, I have seen seasons mostly in TV from the UK where they have done it successfully with just six, six episodes. Yeah. But the Americans aren't known for doing it in such a short space. Yeah. I thought I thought series. One Division was short for eight. I thought One Division was nine. It might have been nine. One Division was nine episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I thought One Division. Um, one Division was nine episodes. Oh yeah, it was nine episodes. Yeah, I thought One Division was quite low. On. The episode. I think that's because the last couple of series we've watched that are American series have all been like twenty odd episodes a season. Yeah. Um, so it's obviously a big difference to go from that to that. Yeah, I mean, I can from... understand in a way because there's only so there's only so far they could go with the story, mm. um, especially with the Marvel characters, because obviously they might want to hold things off for a movie in the future or something. So obviously they probably don't want to go too deep into a storyline. Um, but then you could also make the argument specifically more for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier of why didn't they just do, like, cut some chunks out and do a film? Yeah. Yeah, I think if they did that, I think it would be a brilliant film. Yeah. I, th I think it would be a really, really good film. But as a series... Not a huge fan. Like One Division, I would happily go back and rewatch that. Mm. Whereas Falcon and the Wind Soldier, I'm like, mm. yeah. It felt very. It felt like every other Marvel film, but split into six episodes. It, and if, if, like, if like a Marvel film, but watered down. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I like that. No. Whereas One Division, it had got obviously the. The eras. One Division was very different, though. It was very different. I don't know if we're trying to compare eggs and oranges. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Weird analogy, just, but yes. Yeah, I'm going to say, I get the analogy. Um, but yeah, but going back to what you said before, if they'd have started, if they'd shown Falcon and the Winter Soldier first and then One Division. It won't be too bad, but because we've had one division from them, and like a, two weeks later they released Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it's hard not to compare it mm. because, like I said, the bar was set so high by one division. Yeah. And it feels like Falcon and the Winter Soldier just couldn't quite make the jump. Mm. Yeah. I mean, a couple of points of praise. For Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, definitely think it was a really excellent use of the... It was the way that they sort of pushed a political agenda almost. Yes. But they did it in such a way that it was subtle. Yeah. Because I think they sort of knew that... Obviously a lot of people are going to watch the series. And to just get that little bit of politics in there to get people thinking yeah 
I think it was a perfect way to do that. Oh, absolutely. I, I have no issue with the storyline whatsoever. I think, it, for me, it was just the little filler bits mm. that I didn't quite understand. Like, I know everyone's had a really big issue with, with it and everything, but the John Walker character... I feel like that was a bit of a filler, just to fill, fill bits. No, I don't think it was a filler. I think they knew what they were doing with the John Walker character and it's almost backfired for them. Because yes. that character was never there to be liked. Oh, no, 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 The no. point was that he was a hateable character. And this is where I have a problem with the fans, is that... People can't make that distinction between a character and an actor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wyatt Russell is not John Walker. No, he, Wyatt he plays. is Wyatt Russell. Yeah. But people can't make that distinction and suddenly Wyatt Russell's getting a lot of hate and a lot of death threats. And in my brain, I'm just like, why? Yeah. It's a character. I mean, was... I mean, Tom Felton never had that with Draco Malfoy. Well, no, but we're in a different age with social media and everything, aren't we? True, but Harry Potter is still a big thing. Harry Potter is still a big... And Draco Malfoy is probably one of the most popular characters. I think if you're going to say that, you might as well go for Imelda Staunton as... Dolores Umbridge. Yeah, Dolores Umbridge. (laughs) The pink bitch. The pink bitch. He says sitting wearing pink. Shit. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're going to compare them, I would compare them to the most hated character in that series. Yes. Um, I, I, for, for me, with the John Walker character, because there were so many characters to already hate, or to make up your mind whether you hated or not, because then you'd got, um, obviously, Carly, who was the main one, and then, oh, what's his name? What's his name? Which one? The dude that broke out of prison. Zemo. Zemo. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously because he's a bit of a dodgy character anyway, mm. it's like, well, what am I supposed to feel about him? Mm. Because then he'd done the little bits where, you're like, where he was like, oh, okay, he's, pretty, he's a pretty decent guy. He's mm. a decent character. He's nice. He's on their side. And then he does something else and you think, well, hold on, that's a bit dodgy. But I, I think... That uh, Corey Scogland, the director, and um, the people who wrote the series, I think they knew what they were doing with the John Walker character because they mm. were showing what Captain America could be in the wrong hands. Yeah. Of like, they were they were sort of proving the point that not everybody is suited to be that person. No, I under- I understand that. I just think that. For what they were trying to do and what they was going for, uh, in terms of the storyline, it seemed like a side story, like a soap opera. You know, you've got the main story, like, oh, he's having an affair with her, but then she's pregnant as well, this, his daughter, and it's like, you've got two stories going on. Mm. That's how I feel like that went, and it, it was a bit like flipping between the two. I understand how they... Managed to merge them together at the end. Yeah. But for like, I think it was one episode they met, they solely focused on the John Walker character, and it was like, so what's happening with the main plot of the story then? 
See, I'd like to argue with you a little bit on that one because I think there was quite a few different storylines and I thought that they were intertwined quite well because obviously you had the Sharon Carter sort of storyline that was going on yeah. in the background. You had the John Walker storyline, you had the Flag Smasher storyline and I think all three of them sort of worked together really quite well and that they all sort of merged and the focus was on the correct storyline. Yeah. No, I un- I under like I says I understand it. I just don't see why they felt like they had to do it. It was too many storylines for me. Whereas going back to One Division, I know we're not supposed to keep doing this, but it came first. It set the bar with One Division. It stuck to the storyline. Mm. There was nowhere that there was a different story going, three or four different stories going on that intertwined with that story. It was that pure plot. But this is a, a different series. But this is what I'm saying. If they'd have brought Falcon and the Wind Soldier out first, I don't think I would have much of a problem with it. But because they've, Marvel themselves, have set the tone and the bar previously... They've got to, they've kind of got to keep that flow. For me, I don't know. I think, I think it's difficult because I think what they, you know, they're not known for doing TV series. No, which I think is. So I think the point a challenge for them. Yeah, well, it's going to be a challenge. It's a, it's a very very different format mm. to doing a film. Um, but I think what they're doing at the moment is they're they're sort of experimenting with different things and seeing what works best. Because I have no doubt that Loki's probably going to be a completely different style. Mm. And we won't see very many... Because, I mean, you can't say that Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision have a lot of similarities, even though they're by the same company. And they're in that same universe... And I think that that's them sort of experimenting, see what works well, what doesn't work well. And, or at least this is what I'm hoping anyway. You know, they, they tried WandaVision where it was solely focused on that single storyline and doing what I sort of see as like a classic bit of television where it's very much based around cliffhangers and you know, slowly revealing bits of the story mm. and it's a mystery. And then you've got Falcon and the Winter Soldier where you've got a lot of different things going on. It's very action-focused. Yeah. Um, they're just two very different series. I, I don't know if you can compare them too much. Yeah, I could... Mm. Yeah, uh. I just... Because, like you said, it's from the same company. You kind of expect a similar sort of feel. It's like all the Marvel films have the same sort of feel to them. But that's because they've been doing those for years now and they've figured out what works well for them. Whereas with the TV shows, they haven't figured that out yet. They're still trying to piece it together to turn around and be like, right, 
do we stick if with we... like a classic TV series? Do we do a six-hour film cut into six, cut over six episodes kind of thing? Or, that... or do they take pieces from each different one of what worked well to try and? Because I think this is what could happen, is that you know they could go right. Well, that worked really well in One Division. That worked really well in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That worked really well in Loki. You know, if they do any other series after that, that worked really well in that. What if we try and put them all together and, you know, try and sort of create almost the perfect TV show or, or something that's going to be yeah really sellable? Mm. I, th- I think what, what, what is on Marvel's side is the fact that they can do that. Mm. They have the money and the resources. Because not a lot of television companies would be able to do that. No. They wouldn't be able to go, oh, we'll try a series like this. That's not quite worth so we'll try it like this mm. the next season. Se- se- the next season, and then keep doing that until they find the perfect balance. balance. Like Some TV companies can't do that, which, with Marvel, they have that on their side, where they have it. got the money and the resources to be able to keep doing that. Say, and they've also got the fan base. Because I think yeah. because obviously Marvel has such a huge fan base... Yeah. They're able to, you know, do a series that's just going to appeal to one target audience within their fan base, and they'll still have plenty of mm. viewership. Yeah, uh, and that's what they're sort of able to do. Yeah, I th- I think because we're so used to the films and the feel of the films, mm. I think we've got to try and get used to the feel of the series as well. That's that come that's come out coming out. I think we've got to try and... Well, I know I do, because I, I know... I mean, I'm not the biggest Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. I've watched majority of the Marvel films. But I think because we know how the films are, I know how the films are, I know how I feel with the films, I've got to try and forget that mm-hmm. and look at these Marvel series as something completely different. Yeah. Which is so hard to do when you've got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Captain America. It's like, it's hard not to look at them like you would in the films. Yeah. Which I know, One Division I didn't have much of an issue with because, you know, it's there wasn't a film on One Division or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Captain America there was. Right then, so let's go through this scene, not scene by scene, episode by episode. Jesus Christ, we'd be here for a year if we were going scene by scene. Oh, Jesus Christ. Blimey. Yeah, so episode by episode. So let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Oh, yes. So the first episode, Mm -hmm. what was your thoughts on how the season started? I thought it was a decent beginning. I mean, they're, they're, they're obviously following a theme mm-hmm. where obviously each of these series is sort of what what is going on with these different characters post-blip. Mm-hmm. Um, so that they're, they're obviously doing that with... I don't know how many characters, you know, I, I can't see into the Marvel future. Um... 
but yeah, no, I, I didn't, I, I did like the first episode. It was very much a, a good reintroduction to yeah. Sam and the, the Bucky. Yeah. Uh, and sort of getting to know what they've been doing for that sort of six months. Yeah. And where they're at before they sort of kick off with the the storyline that they're going with. Yeah. And also, obviously, because at the end of Endgame... Yours. <clears throat> he's given the shield. Mm-hmm. So then it also then... It shows you what happens with that from there as well. Yeah. And then obviously the Johnny Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. That's a what that's a whiskey. Johnny Walker back label. <laughs> John Walker. Obviously then the John Walker character comes in mm-hmm. and takes over the Captain America role because Sam doesn't want it. It's not that he doesn't want it, he doesn't feel right having it and that's why he handed it off yeah to the US government so that they could just display it because he didn't feel it right to have somebody new take that mantle of Captain America yeah but obviously the government said no 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 No, we will have a Captain America yep we want another one which I can understand why because I suppose that type of I mean, I'm looking at it as if, like, we live... Where we live, if we had, like, a Captain... Oh, no, if we had a Captain (laughs) UK, that would be awful. Captain Britain. It's been busy Boris Johnson trapped on his zip wire again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. But, no, if we had a decent... A decent... You know, if we had, like, Steve Rogers, Captain Britain... Yeah. Um, or Captain England or whatever. Uh, from... A... Public... Member of the public point of view. Mm-hmm. I can understand because, you know, you've gone so long with... This captain who's protected you, he's made you feel safe. Um, and then suddenly they're gone... I can understand why the government wanted to put somebody there just to give the uh, the people, um, people a bit of comfort and like they're being protected and mm. watched over. He, he, Captain America is their superhero. Yeah. It's America's superhero. Hero, yeah. And that's the point, is that he's extreme, extremely patriotic. Yeah. Which I think is another reason why Sam was not so fond of the idea of taking that on. Because obviously that's a huge responsibility. Yeah. Massive, massive shoes to fill. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, I I think on on the whole, the, the very first episode was a really good introduction. Obviously, following from what happens from Endgame... And then uh, leading into introduction to the the plot that they're actually going to get into as well. I was say, yeah, and then we get towards sort of the middle of the episode where we start to get the introduction to the flag smashers and what their yeah. 
storyline is, is yeah, and, what, uh, and what, what their plan yeah. is. Yeah, because obviously that we 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 need to know what's gonna come as well as what's ha- what's what's happened mm. as well as what's to come. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was just purely like, oh yeah, this is what's happened since then, it was. It, I'd be like, oh, so it's just a sequel. It's just a f- f- one ever sequel, and I won't watch the rest of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> and then we we had that final shot uh, of the new Captain America stood on the steps, <laughs> and all I can say is that angle was not no, <laughs> was not Wyatt Russell's friend. No, absolutely. Because I looked not. and I was like, "What the? F- Who is that?" <laughs> yeah, I but, was extremely confused. Yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah, that angle was just not a good angle. No. I don't think that's a good angle for anybody, to be honest. No. But yeah, I I, I kind of remember sort of giving... Ew. <laughs> Ew. Very, very nuanced reaction. Ew. <laughs> yeah, this is like, ew. <laughs> so then we moved on to episode two. Yeah. So this is where we start to see a little bit more of John Walker as he starts mm-hmm. to... It's almost like the Royals when they do a tour where he starts to sort of get his face out there on yes. Good Morning America. And, you know, this is where we start to see that he has this real desire to carry on with the Captain America name to his best ability. Yeah. Uh, and then we start to see the storyline where Bucky is obviously not the happiest that Sam had handed that off mm. and was like, you know, maybe maybe you should have kept that. Um, but obviously the, the, the biggest focus on this episode, uh, episode two, was with the Flag Smashers and yeah. then that sort of introduction to Isaiah Bradley. Yes. Uh, the the first black super soldier. Yes. Which obviously was a, a a big big sort of racial storyline that they sort yeah. of started the, there. I'm gonna say that's where the political side of it started mm. to kick in as well. It wasn't so. I'm not gonna I, when I say this, I don't mean this nastily, but it wasn't so. I, I, I'm just picking these words purely because I can't think of anything else to say. It wasn't as in your face in episode two as it was in the last episode. I don't know how else to word that. I do not mean that nastily or anything. It was nuanced. What does that mean? It, it, it was subtle. Yes. The way that they sort of brought it up. It was a very, yeah. very underlying that there was this, this, you know, this, this, Subtle racism that yeah. ha- I mean, the racism that had to happened wasn't subtle in the slightest, but no. they bought it up subtly. It wasn't. Yeah, it was a subtle progression to yeah that end bit, which obviously we'll get to when we get to episode six. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thank you. I couldn't think of any, but you know where my brain works. I don't it know. Doesn't. It's, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I didn't mean no offence by what I said. I just 
my brain just doesn't work. Yeah. I just don't know how else to word things sometimes. I don't know big words like news 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 agents. What was it? Nuance. Nuance. <laughs> news agents. Anyway, back to the story. Uh, yeah, so... And then, obviously, we learnt more about um, Carly and all that. Mm-hmm. And then you get the the end of that episode where um, Bucky and Sam go and visit Zemo yeah. in prison um, to just try and get a bit more information. It was a lot of... Trying to find information about how they could move forward to stop the Flag Smashers. Yeah. Essentially, that's what this middle section was, really. Yeah. Um, obviously, this is also where, like, we we, we, we hear about the super soldiers as well, mm-hmm. um, which uh, Bradley was. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like, they went to him for help. But, you know, because he was experimented on and God knows what for 30, 30 plus years, he's going to refuse to do it because you're not going to want to relive that, are you? No. If you've gone through that for 30 years, you ain't going to want to sit there again and go through all of it again. Relive that, no. Yeah, which is completely understandable. Then we move on to episode three. Yes. This is where Zemo offers to help them help. I'm just going to call them the boys. The boys. The boys. The boys. <laughs> Zemo offers to help the boys stop the Flag Smashers. And that that's when they uh, orchestrate an escape. Which, funnily enough, Zemo already kind of had planned and he was ready. Yeah, he was, yeah that, that was just sort of like, have you got like the blueprints under you? Under your mattress or something, you know, if you, if you've got it all figured out, like right, this is plan A, this is plan B, plan Z, <laughs> Z for Zemo, plan A, step one. <laughs> that would be you. Yes. <laughs> on a, on a spreadsheet. Yes. Uh, I don't yeah. think they have PCs in 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 the prison. I th- think they do. Not in that prison. Oh, no, not in that prison. That was very max security. Yeah. Um, And then that's when they travel over to Madripoor and me. uh, And, you know, it's where they hear about the power broker who has um, hired an ex-hydro scientist to recreate that super soldier serum so they could create new super soldiers. yes, yes. Um, this is where they get to the uh, big crate place. Yes, this is where they meet. They re-engage with Sharon. Sharon, Carter. yes. Um, because she's the one who saved them in the end. Because Zemo took it all to shit. Where yes. he uh, shot shot the ex Hydra man. Yeah, shot the doctor. Mm. <laughs> See, th- 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 this is like th- this. What I was saying earlier about you know you don't know how to fill with Zemo. This is the perfect part of the whole season because he shoots the doctor who they need help from, 
mm-hmm. but then seconds later he's got a getaway vehicle yeah once they're being attacked do you know just 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 i see where you're coming yeah, from yeah that's the perfect point of the whole season where you're very conflicted between what his game is what he's up to yeah because he's got those that two those two sides to him where it's almost conflicted yeah um and then that's when uh agent carter stays behind in madripoor mm. and the boys uh were off to was it latvia that they went to to search for the flag smashers yes latvia latvia yeah yeah and um funnily enough they weren't in latvia they were in lithuania yeah because that's where they were bombing the global repatriation council storage I mean, facility to be fair if i was part of the boys team that is something i get mixed up latvia and lithuania <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I wonder how you make manage to get home from work. Google Maps, bab. Google Maps. Google Maps don't tell you what train to get on, though, does it? Oh no, I I, I know. I just put it in. It's saved in my train app phone. Train, train app, app phone. phone. <laughs> it's saved train in my app phone. <laughs> saved in my train app on my phone. <laughs> so I just select from work to here, and it tells me what. What time the train is on what platform to go to. Fair enough. And then I get off the train and then jump over to Google Maps. And then just follow the little line all the way home. You would think that after six to seven months that you would be able to just walk home from the train station by now. But, um, no. <laughs> no. You know what's even funnier? Every time I walk home from the train station, I walk a completely different route. I'm not surprised. And I don't even know why I do that. <laughs> because this is you. <laughs> I just start walking and I'm like, like 10 minutes down the road, I'm like, oh, I've come this way, have I? <laughs> hmm. um, and then we get to the end of episode oh, yes. three where Io turns up, part yeah. of the uh, Dora Milaji. Um, and, and, you know, she she's threatening to... Uh, Put a Glock in Zemo's ass. <laughs> Did she say that? Is that how she yeah, said it? <laughs> that's how she said it. No, it, it, it's where they were saying that they wanted to uh, kill Zemo, and wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I'm. I'm very disappointed that they um, that they came in to it, but not really have a major part of it. Mm. Because you would think that... Because they... as soon as they came on, I was like, oh, yes, they're here. Because they, they, they arrived... Yeah, because they arrived. They they gave Bucky a couple of hours to get as much information out of Zemo as possible. Mm. Because, you know, they wanted to kill him because he'd killed their king. Yeah. And then they, they tried to kill him and then vanished. Yeah. And that was it. They had a big, they had like a 30 second fight and that was it, they went. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, because in, in, was it episode, it was episode five, they handed Zemo over. Oh, was it? They? 
Yeah, they handed him over so that they could um, do whatever oh. they wanted. <clears throat> I'm skipping ahead, I do apologise. Yeah, because then this was the episode where... Oh, this was the episode with the funeral? Yes, it was with the, the funeral of the adoptive mother yes. of Carly. Yes. I can't think what her name is. I can't remember either. No. Um, But yeah, um, because that's when, like, they all go to try and confront Carly. Yes. But then... Walker gets too involved and he can't handle himself. No. I think this is where... People started having issues with the Walker character mm. um, because for me, it uh, probably goes for most people. He he came across very arrogant. Yeah, I I guess I can see that. Too big headed. It was like, no, I'm Captain America. I make the rules. I do this. Da 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 da. da. I mean, that was the one big difference that you sort of saw between him and Steve Rogers is that. He felt like every chance he got, he had to say, no, I am Captain America. Whereas I don't think you ever heard Steve Rogers say that. No. He always introduced himself as Steve Rogers. Yeah. He never called himself Captain America. He had that humility about him. Yeah. Whereas John Walker was very much like, I am Captain America. Like he'd go telling, like he was telling himself yeah. that like more he was than anybody else. himself more than yeah. anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously they have the funeral, then the fight. Uh, Zemo destroys all of the serum, almost. Almost all of the serum, um, and this is where they start to have the big fight with the uh, Dora Milaje. Yes, uh, because they've come for Zemo, uh, but Walker's refusing to hand him over because obviously he wants to follow his rules and regulations and hand Zemo over to the rightful authorities uh, as he sees it <clears throat> and this is where the Dora Milaje humiliates him really yeah by whooping his ass yeah by giving him a, a good ass whooping to be like we're women and we did it better than you yeah which I, th- I think a lot of people would be like would be like what I was and like go on Beat his ass. Yeah. <laughs> it was a shame, though, because Zemo managed to escape through all of that. Yeah. Because everybody was so bloody focused on everybody else. Um, so, yeah, he managed to escape. Oh. Um, oh, this is where uh, Carly finds about finds out about Sarah. Yes, um, Sam's sister. Sam's sister. And then... Uh, Who I love. Oh yeah, she was amazing. Oh, she I was, really yeah. liked her. I'm, she's another character that you know, she's one of them like back characters that you kind of wish was in it a lot more, but you can yeah. understand why they can't be. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. that was it. Mm, this was sorry. the episode where because John Walker and Lamar, that was his name. His friend Lamar, who got oh yeah, deaded yeah, um, so obviously they end up fighting with the flag smashers yeah, and then Carly kills Carly 
manages to uh, kill Lamar. Yeah. Um, which was obviously a big thing for John Walker, and I, yeah. I sort of felt for him in that moment because that was his best friend. It was like, it, you know, they were basically brothers at that point. Yeah. Um, so I can see why he was so upset by that and why he was so angry at, at her if, for that. If I remember rightly, at this point, that's where he's taken the serum? Yes, he'd taken the serum by this point. Um, Again, I think it was because he felt so defeated mm. because everyone was a lot stronger and they'd obviously been in the game, the hero game, yeah. a lot more longer than he had, so... He felt very... He was performance-enhancing drugs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but then this is, this is where we have the uh, really awkward and awful moment when we get to the end of that episode where Walker uses the Captain America shield to straight up chop off the head of one of the Flag Smashers. Yeah. In broad daylight, in front of hundreds of people who were all filming it, and it was a bit like, ooh, maybe you shouldn't have done that. I couldn't help but think, karma's a bitch. Yeah, I think that was because, the point that they were... Because his attitude up until that point was very... Cocky. Cocky. And... He deserved it. I'm saying he deserved to have his best friend die. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but he'd taken the serum at this point. Yep. He was also Captain America, mm -hmm. which is what he wanted to be. He wanted to live up to the name, blah, 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 blah. Him going, then going out into public in broad daylight with hundreds of people around him and doing that, he deserved the repercussions from it. I don't... I feel like it was more of a case of him being so blinded with rage at having his best friend, his brother, killed in front of him. He wasn't killed in front of him? He was fucking there. He wasn't killed in front of him because he thought that the flag smasher he killed killed him. But it wasn't, it was Carly. Well, yeah, but at this point he was so blind with rage that he managed, you know, to... It was almost like he had blinkers on and he couldn't see anything else but taking that revenge. But that was his own That's fault for taking the serum. Well, yeah... The serum isn't steroids, Bab. It doesn't make no, people I know, angry. No, I know that. But it doesn't make them think straight, though, does it? Well, no, but yeah, that that's the point. That is what they were trying to show, this is, is that this he is wasn't what, thinking straight. And but this point, is what I mean. His actions by taking the serum, by letting himself get so blinded by rage and actually beheading someone... In such an iconic outfit. With an iconic weapon. With an iconic weapon that the whole nation looked up to for protection. For him to do that 
in front of thousands of people in broad daylight. It's his own fault. I'm not following how that's his own fault. What happens after him getting, like, sacked from being Captain America? And other than honourable discharge, yes. Yeah. It's his own fault. Yeah. Because because that happened because he done that, he got the honourable discharge. Dishonourable discharge. Whatever. And then because he got the dishonourable discharge, that's when he got pissed off even more. Mm. So he fucked himself over. So it's his own fault. Oh well, yeah. But that's the point of the character. That's what I'm saying. Okay, cool. <laughs> So then we move on to episode five. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so this is where the boys are saying that they, they want the shield back. Yeah. Because Walker had defiled it in a way. Yeah. Um, by doing such, a, doing such a horrible deed. Yeah. That poor, poor shield. That poor, innocent shield. Why did I get so emotional when Sam finally got the shield off him and walked away and tried to wipe the blood off? I don't know why I felt so I don't emotional know. at that, that point. Was, I was the same, to be honest. I was just like, oh. Uh, but then, obviously, them demanding the shield leads to another fight. It's oh, almost like all this was was just fight after fight after fight, yeah. which I get, but also, like, come on, can we have some something a bit more emotionable? Yeah. Emotionable? Emotional. Emotionable. Emotionable. Um... Which then leads to John Walker destroying the wingsuit. And I mean, there was that weird moment where... That's something we didn't discuss. That weird moment where the Dora Milaje turned off Bucky's arm. Oh, God. And it just fell off. And all I could think of was that scene in Toy Story... Where Buzz is lying there on the floor with his, his arm, arm next to him and he's just like, oh. And that's all I could think of. He just looked really broken for a moment because yeah. it was like, oh. That was br- that oh. was brilliant. That was really good. Um, so, you know, that that's when that fight comes in. Um, I think that this fight scene as well, it shows how much... Uh, Walker has lost control mm. not only of you know being Captain America but of himself as well yes I think it shows that perfectly I think out of most of the fights this is one of the more understandable ones because they've portrayed it mm. the way they've portrayed how much Walker has lost complete control mm-hmm um so then Bucky runs off to Sokovia and finds Zemo, Zemo and then hands him over. Yeah. Um Walker gets his discharge and is stripped of the Captain America title. Is it this penultimate episode was a really big one really. Yeah. It was very much like all of this is happening. And and I did enjoy the fact that it was like this final build-up before they launched into the 
final episode. Watch what you do with your fists. Something. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I think this is where I started to actually fully understand everything. That everything was that was going on. Yeah. Um, not because it was complicated, but because I just. I think up until this point, it was very hit and miss with what was going on. Mm-hmm. It was either let's all sit down and talk or let's all stand up and fight. Yes. And it was a bit like, huh? What is going on? Yeah. I am confused. So I think this is where things, the actual plot and everything started falling into place. Mm-hmm. I started to understand what the hell was going on the last three episodes. Mm-hmm. Four. Four We're on episode episodes. five. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, Why couldn't this season be this quick? <laughs> I know. So then Sam goes, he leaves his wingsuit behind and goes to visit Isaiah, who sort of puts his beliefs across that a black man cannot and should not be Captain America. Yeah. Um, which was again, sort of where they started to push that political agenda almost. Yeah. Because they sort of pushed it as soon as Isaiah came in and then, mm. and then sort of took their foot off the gas and left left it there to almost stew. Yeah. And then in the fifth episode, they sort of brought it up again. Yeah. I mean... Adding a bit more fuel to the fire. With the fact that um, Isaiah does, you know, believes that a black man can't, couldn't be Captain America... I do understand where he's coming from. Um, I mean, neither of us are coloured. Mm. But we're both gay. Mm-hmm. It's like... I think there could never be a gay Captain America. Because there's so much stereotype. There's so much discrimination. Mm-hmm. There's so much hatred. So, from that point of view... I can see and understand why he thought that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously he'd gone through all that, you know, um, fighting the war and the 30 years of pain, pain and, and, and what's suffering. It, suffering and all that, yeah. So I, I can understand why he believed that he couldn't. Yeah. Um, then Sam goes back home, helps Sarah fix up the boat... Every time we say, you say Sam, I'm thinking, did I? <laughs> uh, and then Bucky pays a little visit, has a little flirt with Sarah. Um, mm, yeah. To Sam's disappointment. Um, and he delivers a, a, a secret briefcase at this point that we have no idea what's in it. Yeah. Um, and then as we're sort of heading towards the end of the episode... The boys are training with the shield. They're agreeing to sort of move forward and work together. Yeah. Which was nice because when you think about the start of the episode, they were, I think if they weren't working together to stop the same thing, they probably would have been at each other's throats. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to see them come yeah. together eventually. Yeah, because like going back to the beginning of the season, it was very, there was very much... It was humoured conflict. Mm. I mean, there was there was like a married couple. There was like me and you. 
It was like that sort of frenemies yeah. sort of deal. It was like me and you arguing over something. Over gravy. Over gravy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over gravy. Oh my Bloody God. gravy. Jeez, that was an actual argument. Just FYI. Uh, <laughs> so then we're getting to the end of that episode and the Flag Smashers are playing it. Planning an attack on a GRC conference. What's in... a GRC conference? So that's the Global Repatriation Council. So those oh, are right. Okay. They were the ones who were yes. on about moving everybody out of the encampments and sending them yeah. back to where they, they belonged, yeah. almost. Um, and that's when they're joined by Batroc, the, the French bloke. Yes. Batroc? Batroc? Batroc. Batroc. And then we get the mid credit scene, which we almost miss. Yes. Because the... for the entirety of the season, there hadn't been a mid credit scene. And then all of a sudden, there's one. Yeah, there's just... To clarify, there is only one in... There's two. Episode five and episode six. Yes. Because we... Got bitten with that one in one division, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> we realised that, like, I think it was like the last but one episode that there was a mid credit scene. So we literally went back to the beginning, went through the credits just to make sure we hadn't missed any. Which is um, what we've done with this one. Yeah, so then you had the mid credit scene where you see John Walker building a new shield from scrap metal and his war medals. Yeah. Uh, which, it, it just shows how much that title of um, being Captain America sort of meant to him. Yeah. And then we get into the finale. Oh, yes, the finale. The final episode where everything comes to an end. Yes. Um, First thing we see is Sam in his beautiful new Captain America suit. Which was in the suitcase, briefcase. Which was in the briefcase. Yes. Um, which was great because it was this it was this, this sort of marriage between the Captain America character and the, the Falcon, Falcon character. character. Yeah. Where the two of them had sort of merged into one. So in my brain I kept calling him Captain American Falcon. <laughs> So I or Captain him... Falcon America. That's where I kept calling him Captain Falcon America. Yeah, because it was like, I God, no, he's not. He's not Falcon anymore. He's Captain America, but he's still got the wings. Yeah. Uh, and this is where you can sort of really see him come into his own. Yes. And you know, but take that... on that character, that name. Yeah, that's when. I mean, I looked at it and I was like, yeah. That's right. Yeah. It looked and felt right. Mm. I think because obviously we knew that it was purposely, specifically handed to him mm -hmm. from Steve himself. Mm -hmm. I think finally then seeing him in the outfit, mm -hmm. it was like, yeah. And like you said, because he got the Falcon get up as well mixed in with it. Mm-hmm. It looked right because it was still him, but Captain America him. Yeah. So it wasn't him being Captain America. It wasn't him portraying Captain America. It was him including Captain America. 
yeah. into him, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, we're trying to stop the attack with mm-hmm. the flag smashers. We're trying to, you know, sort this situation out. And that's when Agent Carter decides to reveal herself accidentally as uh, the power broker, which was a it was really weird that they'd sort of taken Agent Carter and then turned her into a bad guy. Yeah, and I was like, I am confusion. <laughs> um, so then that's when she kills Batroc. Because that he found that information out, and he, you know, she didn't want that going anywhere. Uh, and he demanded more money from her. Yes, and he demanded more money from her. Um, and then all of that's going on. There's a lot of fighting. Uh, everything sort of comes to a head. You know, Carly's setting trucks on fire as a distraction yeah. and with there's the members, trucks, of, members of the GRC and so there's trucks falling into uh, like quarries it's all going down it was a bit mental to be honest it was a lot to take in in such a short amount of time for me mm. um, and then you know it's all come to a head and then Sam you know starts this Really beautiful monologue with the GRC to sort of, you know, say that whilst Carly hadn't gone about it maybe in the right way, what she was saying and what she was fighting for wasn't wrong. Mm. Um, and, you know, it was, it was, I would encourage you to. Even if you're not interested in the series, watch that section of that episode and, you know, really listen to that monologue because it's so beautifully written Mm. and you get so much from there. Um, Yeah, and then there's a lot of post-credit... Not post-credits. Post-event situations where, you know, the GRC are deciding... Maybe let's not force people to relocate. Let's, you know, postpone that. Um, And, you know, they're they're all sort of... It's finally getting to the place that Carly wanted. It's just the same shame she had to die for it. Um, But, you know, the rest of the Flag Smashers, they were killed by Zemo's butler Mm. while they were on their way to... What's it called, the prison? What's the prison called? The Raft. Um, and then Walker gets his new his new name, a new suit and a new name, mm. when he becomes the US agent. Mm. Uh, and then we sort of end up with the... Oh, that was the other thing that happened, is Bradley got his statue within the Captain America Museum Mm. exhibit. Um, And that was a really touching moment. It was nice to see 
you know, somebody who who had had no previous recognition yeah. for what they had done get that recognition that, yeah. you know, they actually deserved. Especially following that monologue. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then we've got the second mid credit scene trying to sneak up on us um, where Agent Carter rejoins the CIA and intends to sort of use that access to sell government secrets and resources to her her buyers yeah. from when she was the power broker. And and I'm slightly looking forward to where that's going. I'm just hoping yeah. they can do something good with it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Mm. I hope it's not just gonna be the same thing again. If you get what I mean. Yeah. I hope it's not going to be a repeat, that it's actually going to go somewhere different. Mm-hmm. And it's just not going to be repeat a repeated story, but obviously slightly different with the characters and that. But yeah, I think that's enough. I think we'll have five minutes. We've gone yeah. off for nearly 30, just over half an hour. <laughs> so I think we'll take five and then we'll come back. Right, we've wet our whistles. We're back. Um... <laughs> So, just to nicely tie this off, we wanted to look at some Reddit comments on what other people thought of the final episode and the show. So, the first one says, Sharon being the power broker and getting pardoned in the mid-credits scene is really eh. I don't feel like her character has made a lot of sense in this series, but if they have plans, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, which is pretty much what you said at the end of... The last section. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree. It 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 felt a bit lost in the series. Her being there. Yeah. I get. I get that her point was to help them, and then the reveal just didn't quite make sense with everything. Yeah. I was a bit confused at first when, you know, they subtly revealed who she was, and then you was like, "She's the power broker," and I was like, "Oh yeah." And then they said it, and it was like, oh, oh okay. That's weird. Yeah. Because, like, sure. they, they'd said it without actually saying it. Well, no, they, they said it. But they didn't say, oh, she's the power broker. They, they did. Not until you realised. Oh, no, it was after I realised. Yes. Yeah, then you went, oh, she's the power broker. I was like, oh, yeah. And then they said, that's what I meant. Um... But it's not like up until that point they'd said. She is the pair broker. Yes. Uh, next comment is... I wish they did a better job with the flash... Ma- flag... Sh- flash... Measure. Flash... Flash... Baggers. The flag smashes in this series. I seriously don't think they've had more than 30 minutes of screen time at a minimum in this show. And for a group of characters that's meant to be the villain in a TV show, that is pathetic. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't. I kind of agree. Yeah, um, I do wish they'd had a little bit more of a presence. This is what I was saying earlier. Like, these was the main villain of the story, but there was more of a focus on the John Walker character and how much people hated him. Oh, that's what you were trying yeah. to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because. The, uh, the 
flag smashers. You got me going all tongue tied because the flag smashers are supposed to be the main villains of the show. Mm-hmm. Like this commenter has said, they're not in it very much. Yeah. The focus is more on the Captain America, the John Walker, and how much people have got hatred for him. Yeah. Which never made didn't make sense to me at all. That's why I, th- I don't understand why they put him there to take away from the main story. Yeah. Um, next comment says... Oh, sorry, were you going to say something? No, it's fine, carry on. You read all the comments, it's fine. Oh, go on then. No, don't no, go on then. No, don't want him. Go on, crazy. Read. Um, so the next commenter says, I'll say it. Go on then. Um, I expected to cry my eyes out with the... Go on. Nicker pyjama. Nakajima. <laughs> scene. But it felt very rushed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I felt a little bit of welling happening when, you know, Bucky was revealing to... Ayo. Ayo. But, no, not Ayo. Ayo was the, 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 the Dora Milahima woman. Uh, Yori. 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 Well, you know, when he'd gone to speak to Yori and tell him what had happened with his son. Yes, I know which bit you're talking about now. I was expecting to be like full weeping like a child who has just had a donut stolen off them. Yeah. Or just me having a donut stole off me. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> but the, I didn't get that. Yeah. It was very like... It was like a sudden like, oh! And it was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he basically sort of walked in and was like, I killed your son, bye! bye. And, and, and dashed off and it was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, which, yeah. I, which I think somebody else did put that comment. Yeah, I think they had. It was like, hey, I killed your son, bye! <laughs> uh, so the next comment mm-hmm. was, Sam's conversation with the GRC people makes me care more about the displaced people than anything the sm- flag flag smashers flag smashers have done all series. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I I think it was one of those bizarre ones where that one monologue and conversation had more power than anything the flag smashers had done. Yeah. And I think that was to sort of show that whilst Carly, you know, I think I've probably already said this, but while Carly had the correct intentions and, you know, what she was trying to fight for was right, she wasn't going the right way about it. Yeah. And it's one of those where you need somebody with, you know, that that sort of voice and that platform to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Suddenly you can get a lot further yeah, I mean, the fact that, you know, six episodes this dragged out for. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's a light topic. No, not the slightest. When it comes to discrimination, racism, blah, 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 blah. 
but for it to be such a back story to the actual story, mm -hmm. it is the main focus. It is the main part. That's what it's about. Yeah. Because that's what they're fighting for. But it literally is only made clear, crystal clear, in this last episode. Yeah. And this is what annoys me with you. Again, John Walker. He got nothing to do with it. Why did he got to be there? Yes, I know what you're going to say because... But... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because my argument was going to be that... While it's come across that the Flag Smashers storyline was supposed to be the main storyline of this series, I think actually the John Walker storyline is the main storyline of this series and the Flag Smashers has been very secondary. But if that was the case, why didn't they solely do a series on Captain America? Because they needed something. But they could have done this in its own series and not use the Flag Smashers at all. Yeah, maybe. They can do a series on where the, in quotes, main guy is the bad guy. They can do that. I'd watch that. I'd love that. Hmm. But for them to say, this is the plot, this is the storyline, but we're going to focus on this instead. I mean, you don't watch Batman for him to have an argument with bloody Robin, do you? Hmm. You watch it because you want him to fight and find the baddie, the villain. And that's what you do with all the Marvel films as well. You don't watch Spider-Man for him to go and have a fight with Superman. But then my argument's that is Civil War. Who's the baddie in Civil War? Hmm. I got your head there, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> because that that's not the literal point of Civil War, is that it it's fighting within themselves. Yes, the difference between this and Civil War is that there was no background baddie going on. Mm -hmm. But this is where I'm sort of half agreeing with you and saying that maybe they could have done the entire series without the Flag Smashers and just focused on the Falcon, uh, uh, you know, Sam and John Walker and focused on that storyline. Yeah. And if they really wanted to, you know, focus on a discrimination story, that sort of thing, they could have done that with somebody else. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Last comment. Right. So the last comment... Yeah, this is this this one has got yeah. So the commenter is put John Walker literally almost kills Falcon and Bucky last episode. Episode five. Yep. John Walker this episode, which is episode six, jokes with Falcon and Bucky. What yeah. I I don't know what happened. Yeah, no, it was I think that's one of those sections that could have done with a little bit more explaining. Yeah. 
Because a part of me feels like maybe they're trying to show how off balance he is in the fact that, you know, it was literally like one second he's trying to absolutely kill them, the next second he's having a laugh and a joke. Yeah. But there there was it needed just a little something in between to be like, do you know what, they they've they've made up. I th- I think they've made up and they've stopped fighting. I think what it is is when they got to this point, it, that's where they realised that they'd focused too much on Captain America. Mm. Because this is where you see most of the Flag Smasher stuff. Because yeah. they've got to cram it all into this episode because they've got to finish it. Yeah. And it's like, crap, we ain't really focused on it. We need to really focus on these now to finish this story for the hero to win. Yeah, it, it was a little bit rushed. So it was like, okay, uh, Captain America, good. <laughs> Flag Smasher's bad. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I think I think that towards the end it, it was starting to feel a bit rushed. Yeah. It was still the best episode. Uh, yeah. Because I feel like I, I feel like I got a lot more out of episode six than I did the other five. One to five, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, so I think that will bring us nicely to the end of this episode. Mm. It's been very different. Tumultuous. <laughs> it's been different to what we've normally done. I felt very adult-like. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but don't worry, join us next week. We're going to be going back to Disney. Uh, we're going to be discussing our top five, five characters. characters. <laughs> there might be more than five, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll decide. Um, but yeah, join us next week where we will go back to the madness mm. and the craziness. Because I really didn't like this seriousness. No. <laughs> well, that was nice to have a debate. Mm. Um, but yeah, if you've got any questions or anything, or you'd like us to discuss anything, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr and drop us a message. Uh, you'll find us under the same title as this, A Fantasmic Journey. Mm-hmm. So is there anything you'd like to say before we go? Have a fantastic day. TTFN, see you next week. Bye. Bye.